Once upon a time in a convenience store, a woman asked, which zero-calorie drink will I like more? The cashier said, I have a thought. Coke Zero Sugar always hits the spot. The taste made her heart fill with laughter, and with her Coke Zero Sugar, she lived happily ever after. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious. No trip to the store is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero-calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar. Pick some up at 7-Eleven today. Here we are. Welcome to the Super Bowl Sunday edition of your tailgate party. And as always, you know, I, I'm, I'm, of course, going to ask you to give me some likes. And I'm like, wait a minute. If I'm going to ask you to give me some likes, I need to uh, get on and give myself a like as well. But anyway, welcome to the Super Bowl Sunday edition of the tailgate party. Our final tailgate party uh, report of the entire year. Thanks to those of you who have been with us all along. It has been a great run, and we are going to have all kinds of free information and some free picks for Super Bowl Sunday, the Patriots and the Eagles. Every gambler knows that the secret to surviving I don't want to take advice from fools You always want every time you play the best All righty, folks, why don't we actually take a look at the Super Bowl line uh, right now. And uh, there you can see from sbrodds.com. You can always check those uh, lines. And there you go. Look at my handsome face. So there you can see the live lines, New England, four and a half uh, point favorite. Uh, some lower juice if you do shop around. So... You know, if you want to get them at four, you should be able to get them for a little bit less than 120. And the total range is anywhere from 48 and a half to 49. And we also have some basketball games today as well. And uh, I have some picks on those. So let's get straight to it, your preview. And I'm going to have uh, some free picks. I'm going to have a college basketball free pick. I'm also going to have some proposition bets for you. The teams... um. These are the battle, the two teams with the best against the spread record. Now, of course, you know, that's not shocking for you to get this deep in the playoffs. You're constantly winning, and if you win, you have a much better chance at covering. But, you know, it's not always the battle of the teams with the two best against the spread records. And by the way, yes, feel free to comment. I see Adam Adley says the Eagles uh, will win tonight. I don't know if that's a, if that prediction's coming from his heart or from his head. But, uh, yeah, feel free to comment any uh, questions and tell me. Uh, you know, I think before this report's out, I'm going to share some of my Super Bowl uh, nightmare stories. We'll have a little bit of fun. I'm a little curious. Are you a fan of Super Bowl parties or not? I'll tell you up front, I am not because these Super Bowl parties tend to be so much more about the events than the game itself. And I'll share some Super Bowl nightmares I've had over the years as far as parties are concerned. But, anyway... More accurate than the Super Bowl record, uh, what some people call the sweat barometer. The Eagles have the best against the spread margin in the NFL at plus 7.7. Patriots are only ninth at plus 1.6 points per game. So, again, what that does mean is that when the Patriots are covering, they're covering by small margins. When they fail to cover, they're failing to uh, cover by larger margins. So, again, although these teams have the best, uh, the same against the spread records, they do cover by much different margins where Philadelphia has been the better team there. Now, how's uh, Philadelphia going to attack this game? Look, they have a tremendous offensive line, the right side of the offensive line with center Jason Kelsey, then Brandon Books and Lance Johnson, uh, right guard and right tackle. 
New England's vulnerable to the run. They actually allow teams to get 0.5 more yards per rush than those teams normally allow. So teams do uh, rush above their normal average against New England. And as I said, that's kind of been a, a myth over the years where Bill Belichick is considered to be a defensive genius. His teams defensively haven't been all that great. And like I always say, if, you, if Tom Brady's your quarterback, easy to be a defensive genius when uh, your quarterback is Tom Brady. But look for Philadelphia. Look, uh, they, they got that uh, successful one-two punch with the Jai and LeGarrette Blount. And, um, you know, with uh, LeGarrette, especially the type of physical running back he is, I think he'll benefit from the week off as much as anybody. And I look for Philadelphia, especially on the right side of the line, to uh, run the ball often. And I haven't completed Look, I do have a wise guy side and a major play on the total at offshoreinsiders.com. I have some prop bets, and I'm going to give you some free pop prop bets. The truth is, as soon as I get off with you guys, because all my basketball picks are done, guys and girls, guys and girls, and I thank uh, for those of you young ladies who have chimed in throughout the year. But um, I'm going to make a couple more proposition bets, and what I will probably be looking at is uh, a lot of Philadelphia over the total as far as number of rushes, maybe even yards. I do think Philadelphia is going to run the ball a lot and maybe some unders as far as Nick Foles uh, passing and uh, completions and maybe some overs as far as sacks because I think both of these uh, defensive coordinators will be rushing the ball a little bit. New England will try to exploit Philadelphia being weak on the, the uh, left side of the line of scrimmage. Uh, the bottom line is, is Nick Foles truly Truly an elite quarterback, because he certainly looked every time he puts on an Eagle uniform, not every time, but, uh, you know, only once during the regular season, but we know his first tenure here, and he's been great in the playoffs. Belichick's going to test that, and, you know, I say half-jokingly, there's no need to watch those big network pregame shows, because I can tell you everything that they're going to say. One of those things that's probably already been said a bunch of times, whether you're watching on the NFL network or, you know, any one of the ESPNs, I think even... CBS Sports will be doing a pregame show. And then, uh, you know, the funny thing is I wake up on Super Bowl morning. I'm not even certain who's televising the game. I believe it is Fox this year, correct? Yeah, on the Fox uh, pregame show, you're going to hear a bunch of uh, so-called experts say, you know, the key for the Eagles, they've got to get a pass rush. If they don't pressure Brady, he will pick you apart. Well, that's kind of true. Uh, you know, Jim Swartz is known for having uh, being one heck of a defensive play caller. But the truth is, Philadelphia's only 15th in sacks this year. They've got to pressure Brady. So as much as I know it's going to be a cliche, and all the talking heads are going to say that there is a certain amount of truth of that. So I think that the Patriots are going to blitz off, and I also think that uh, the, the Eagles will blitz often. So uh, maybe even some of the uh, the sack totals I will look at possibly doing and over. Um, I like to take that I report you decide approach on the tailgate party. And again, those of you who are maybe joining us for the first time, second time, this goes back to our score phone days. We used to use, um, do previews on the score phones back before I had gray hair. And, uh, you know, I'm going back to 1988 when I started on the free score phones. And before that, I used to work for Dial Sports while in college. But, you know, we didn't necessarily, um, you know, make picks on, on the score phones. And this is where I want to give you information for, for your own handicapping. So this is one of my, I report, you decide. I don't consider neutral games to be road games for both teams. Uh, and this is true in March Madness. In fact, some of our best March Madness systems are exploiting the fact that uh, road team, you know, a lot of people like to go with the better road team in neutral games. 
That's false. That's false. But for those of you who do like to handicap neutral games as if they're road games for both teams, it's interesting to note both Philadelphia and New England have better offensive stats on the road than they do at uh, home this year. Um, and yes, thank you, uh, Adam. Yeah, the, the already dying uh, NFL can't handle another <laughs> a New England conspiracy theory win. Uh, they're only giving New England four and a half points. Well, I want to tell you something. Let, let me do some, let me uh, put in a plug for my alma mater. Uh, I know there's so many people that, uh, you know, believe the Patriots always get the calls. They're not going to get the calls today because the head official is Gene Steratore. He and I share the same alma mater and we graduated, I think, a year apart. Uh, he is the head official from California University of Pennsylvania. Nobody has more integrity than a graduate of California University of Pennsylvania, so throw all those conspiracy theories out. And now I've checked with people. I, you know, it was a small school. We had about 3,500 students at the time. It's gotten bigger. I haven't found one person who actually knew him. I guess the consensus, he didn't live that far from Kansas uh, campus. He was a commu commuter. So I've asked a lot of people, did you know this guy? And they're like, no, we don't. Um, but anyway, you've got, uh, you know, a very honorable ref from a great, alma mater. So forget about those conspiracy theories about the officials want New England to uh, win. But uh, yeah, so he says, um, you know, he's liking uh, Philadelphia on that. And just my opinion, yeah, that's that's w what we give here is opinions. But as I said, I also like to give some facts as uh, well for people that do like to handicap road games as neutral games for both teams. Both of these teams' offenses have been better on the road. Uh, the, no question, look, New England's had a pretty easy road here to the, the playoffs. There have been, you know, some, some injuries in both conferences. And, you know, in the case of New England, avoiding the Steelers is Ben Roethlisberger finally towards the end of his career. This is far and away the best wide receiving core that the Patriots have seen in the playoffs. Obviously, not necessarily the best wide receiving core they've seen and in their long run. You know, it's not like they're going to be caught off guard. But, uh, you know, Alshon Jeffrey matches up well against Malcolm Butler. I think that's going to be the matchup they're going to try to get. Got the nice balance with Zach Ertz as a safety valve, but really look for Philadelphia to try to exploit that mismatch. Look, I know I said I ex expect them to run the ball a lot. It's not like I don't expect them to uh, pass the ball at all, and that's a big mismatch they have. Uh, even bigger mismatch, Nelson Aguilar matched up against Eric Rowe. Um, I think that's even a bigger mismatch for Philadelphia. Aguilar is not their go-to guy. But one of the reasons why I will tell you, one of my prop bets is with Nelson Aguilar um, as him as the MVP. And I think he was getting like 40 to 1. Now, I realize when you pick a um, wide receiver as the MVP, it's a little tough because if the wide receiver is a big game, so does the quarterback. And here you can see how Nick Foles would be the sentimental choice. Again, I say time and time again, when you're talking, it's, it's like horse racing. When you're when you're making a prediction on an MVP or a lot of these prop bets, you're not necessarily going to bet on the guy that, you know, if you're at a Super Bowl party and they put a bunch of names into a hat and you draw names out of a hat and you win the, 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 the uh, pool, if you pick out the Super Bowl MVP, it's not necessarily the guy that you're rooting for, but I think Aguilar at like 40 to 1 is a tremendous bet indeed, in part because he's got the good matchup, in part because with the two weeks, I really think they're going to look for him to click much better uh, with Nick Foles in in the practices they did. So he's um my best long shot bet, I think, of any of my props is Aguilar to get the MVP. 
Um, you know, New England, the wide receiver, Dan Amendola, tough matchup against Patrick Robinson. Uh, for New England, a big matchup for them is Gronk versus Malcolm Jenkins. Of course, Gronk matches up well against anybody, but Philadelphia has not uh, done well against big, physical, tight ends. The consensus. Um, again, some of you will use this for consensus information. Some of you go with the consensus. Some of us believe a little bit more in the contrarian. Nothing overwhelming, but uh, again, I have several consensus sources uh, offshore, Las Vegas, and some big outlaw. I do know where some of the outlaw money is going, and all my sources have the Eagles anywhere from 52 to a 62% bet. That is based on the number of bets, especially if you're a contrarian better. We think that's more important than money because you definitely want to see who the public is on, not necessarily where the um, money is going. And yeah, the money, there have been several enormous bets. The sports books definitely want New England to win this game straight up. Uh, several enormous bets in Las Vegas on Philadelphia to win the game outright. That's gotten the line down. Uh, especially the initial bets, uh, quite a few insiders told me th these bets came from one person, kept uh, placed a couple of six-figure bets. He's known to Las Vegas. He's not necessarily considered to be a sharp person. But, look, you can, you can understand why the, uh, the public might like Philadelphia to win outright. They've overcome a lot of adversity this year. Nick Foles is probably uh, better than a lot of people do think. So, yeah, I can fully um, understand that, but still, the consensus play is on Philadelphia. Not overwhelming, but definitely across the board as far as uh, Vegas, Offshore, and Outlaw. And again, I do remind you, although the public likes to bet on favorites, the exception is the playoffs in every sport. And the deeper you go into the playoffs, the more the public actually likes underdogs. So when we do our sharp versus square we grade everything on a curve. So in other words, when you've got 55% is betting on the underdog, that is a much bigger consensus play than the 55% are betting on the favorite. But once you get in the playoffs, now it's almost straight. There is no curve here. As far as you know, my metrics are concerned, the public does like underdogs in, in the playoffs, every sport, especially deeper you get on the playoffs. So it is a true, you know, pure consensus on Philadelphia. Also, all our public sources say the over is a stronger consensus, anywhere from 57 to uh, 68%. And I'm going to have a free pick for you in college basketball. Again, my uh, premium picks, maybe I've given you some hints what my premium picks are. I do have my premium picks at offshoreinsiders.com, which includes basketball, great football season. It's been the exact record. I don't even have it. I think it's 209 and 139 since preseason in football. And we're going to wind it up with a sweep. Now, these are some actual props I've already given out. And like I said, I'm going to finish off some more props. I will almost likely release a few more props before the day's out. I like Philadelphia to uh, score first. And by the way, again, do you like Super Bowl parties or not? Or would you rather watch the game by yourself or in a small crowd of just uh, football fans? Maybe I'll share some of my Super Bowl uh, nightmare, Super Bowl party nightmares and tell you why I'm not a big fan of Super Bowl parties. Hopefully you'll have a little bit of a uh, giggle at the end, end of uh, this, but... Philadelphia to score first. I like them at plus 115 in part because, look, if New England wins the toss, you know, they always defer. Uh, Philadelphia, I wouldn't be surprised if they win the toss, if they elect to receive. Another one of those cliches that you're going to hear today is, I really think it's important for Philadelphia to score first. If they fall behind early, they're going to be in trouble. Yeah, um, 
I don't think it's 100 uh, percent true, but I do think Philadelphia would like to get on the board first where it's not as important in New England. So I do think that, you know, Philadelphia could actually, uh, regardless of whether they win or lose the toss, I think there's a very good chance they're going to get the ball first. So Philadelphia to score first at plus 115. Shortest touchdown under, I usually bet that every Super Bowl because you're going to get a pass interference call, but under one and a half. I also think Philadelphia, they, they get the ball deep. They're going to constantly run the ball and may get, you know, an inch or two at a time. They're very physical. I think they'll run the ball on the right side of the line, and maybe they got the ball first down and goal from the five. It'll be second down and goal from the one. So I do like under one and a half for the shortest touchdown. A player to score the first touchdown, uh, Ajayi for some of the reasons I just mentioned, basically. Aguilar, we already talked about that. When I bet him, he was plus 4,000. As a Super Bowl MVP, I'm sure that line has changed a little bit. Um, to score, And, of course, I like him to score a touchdown if I like him getting the MVP, and he was 160 when I placed it. Uh, Brandon Cooks, definitely think that New England is going to try to take the heart out of uh, Philadelphia at some point in this game. Brandon Cooks is their deep threat. I do expect him to score a touchdown. He's only at plus uh, 140. Um, free pick. I should give you a free against the spread pick. This is one of those that, uh, you know, the winning percentage is only about 54%, but it's about 300 games above 500, something like that. Essentially going with horrible road teams when playing on the road, a very good play. This college basketball. So I do like Illinois plus the 12 and a half against Ohio State. Got three premium plays at, uh, offshoreinsiders.com. All right. Anyway, you know, not as much interaction today. Looks like we do have a decent live crowd and, you know, uh, live audience. And most of our, our audience, it looks like, winds up uh, watching us, you know, on demand, whether it's we do send this to YouTube and I send it to Periscope. But, uh, you know, not quite as much interaction as we have on on previous shows. But, all right, yeah, we, we've had a larger live audiences, too, as I see. So, uh yeah, let me share some some of my uh, Super Bowl party stories. Well, I'm not really a big fan of uh, Super Bowl parties. Look, inevitably, I've I've had the honor of being invited to uh, quite a few Super Bowl parties over the years, and they're different groups. And inevitably, you got somebody. And look, I'm going to say it. And I've got some female clients, and I know we've had some females we've interacted with over the years, but it's always a female. Right at kickoff, proverbial. Someone's got to announce. I don't even know who's playing. I don't care who wins. And then they'll regurgitate whatever fact they know. They'll say something like, well, yeah, I know Tom Brady's one of the quarterbacks. And then what does that woman do? She takes her bo- she takes her glass of wine, plops it on the best seat in the house, the couch, right in front of the TV, right next to the end table. Now, look, I do like wine. I'm much more of a beer guy than a wine guy. But wine, that's for an Oscar party. That's for breakfast at Wimbledon. Masters, you know, maybe watching, uh, you know, some of the... Uh, Goth events, it's not for the Super Bowl. You drink beer for the Super Bowl. And I've had, it's always been a woman, always had somebody like that at every single solitary party. And then, of course, inevitably, and I'm going to say it again, I'm sorry, it's almost always the women. They're yapping the entire game. And then the commercials come on and they want you to be quiet. That's why I'm not a big fan of Super Bowl parties. Now, that's kind of generic. I had a couple um, nightmares to say the least, um, you know, maybe my all-time, uh, well, we'll go in uh, order. All right, I went over a guy's house, and he's a big-time football fan, right? Well, this was uh, the when the AFC finally broke the NFC streak, the uh, Denver beating Green Bay. That was uh, Super Bowl, I looked at, I guess, 32, right? Wow, was it that long ago? Holy shit. 
Super Bowl 32. So this guy who was the host, uh, he's a big Beavis and Butthead fan. And some of you might remember one year MTV had this big promotion. Don't watch the commercials. Switch us during the commercials. And they were going to time it where they would do Beavis and Butthead skits during the commercials. So this guy, I, I thought nobody, nobody would actually use a remote control during the Super Bowl, except the host of this party. And the problem was MTV wasn't perfectly timing it. So we're missing part of the game. He goes to Beavis and Butthead and then flips back. And by the time he flips back, the game was on. Uh, you know, Super Bowl, uh, the, the Ravens and the 49ers just a few years ago. Look, a good friend of mine, great, great guy. Had a lot of fun with him. One of the few people that he likes to TiVo games. He doesn't like to watch them live. And even in the Super Bowl, he's got a little gathering, all guys, all football fans over his house. Super Bowl kicks off. We're not even watching it. We're watching some concert on demand. So first time and only time in my life, I'm watching the Super Bowl on tape delay, on TiVo. And, uh, you know, Ravens and 49ers, as you know, last year's Super Bowl was the first Super Bowl to go into overtime. Well, the Ravens 49ers almost was. The uh, Ravens, they get a field goal late. 49ers get the ball with about 50 seconds remaining. If they march the ball down the field, they get in field goal range. Could be the first ever Super Bowl overtime, right? Well, again, we're watching it on tape delay. So then all of a sudden, his son calls. He looks at his uh, phone. He's like, ah, that's that's my son. I guess he wants me to pick him up at his Super Bowl party. So I'm like, all right. Uh, I guess we know this game's not going into overtime, is it? And, of course, everyone at the party says, ah, great. So, again. And then, you know, maybe the granddaddy of them all. Look, we all have our least favorite acts. Yeah, I definitely have mine. Uh, this actually, you know, I had just gotten a projection TV. This was, uh, many years ago, Super Bowl, 20, whatever it was, like 1993. The first Buffalo, um, the Buffalo and Cowboys Super Bowl that was at the Rose Bowl. Just got a projection TV, which was state of the art at the time. Like, all I want to do is watch the Super Bowl at home. We can have a small crowd if you want. She's like, no, no, no. My friend, her uh, her husband, he, he's a manager at Stooges, which is a sports bar in Atlanta. It's still around. I think it's been around for 40 years. And they're renting some projection TVs. Again, well, I should say it was just a bar. Sports bars weren't even that big back then. They rented a couple big projection TVs, and they're having a party there. And my friend, she made sure she got us great seats. Best seats in the house, she told me. So we go there. The seats, they're all the way in the back. It was it was, um, you know, what do you call it? Like stadium seating. We're in the back, in the corner, worst seats in the house. They pack us in like sardines. And then three plays into the game, I'm there with one of her relatives who's a good friend of mine. He screams at the TV, third play of the game, straight out of a B movie, this big, fat redneck in front of us, you know, says, and my, my buddy says something like, you, you, you know, you, you stupid ass or something like that. He's talking about the TV. Big fat dude in front of us turns around like, what did you call me? He's like, dude. And even I said, he's talking about the game itself. So the guy gives a stare down and then turns around. Of course, I look at that ex. Well, she wasn't an ex at the time. I looked at the girlfriend at the time and she just wanted to hide. Of course, I always had a, a weak bladder even when I was young. And it was a tough trip to get to the bathroom, all that other stuff. So all in all... Don't like Super Bowl parties. I don't even know. I have a couple friends that talk about one guy actually invited himself uh, over today. And, you know, sorry, I, I was supposed to put my little uh, overlays here. Make sure you do follow me on uh, Twitter and at Offshore Insider. We're going to have free picks. I know this is my last Facebook Live here. We're going to be doing a basketball show. 
Troy West and I, uh, we're going to record it every Monday and Friday. We're going to take a look at some situations over the next couple of days. So make sure you catch them. And certainly follow me on Twitter where I do some stuff on my uh, own channel, channel, give out free picks and all, all that and uh, more. But thank you, everybody who's joined us uh, this year on our tailgate party. And, you know, thank you to uh, everyone who watched it live and hopefully a lot more people watching on the rebroadcast. And I'll be doing a lot more stuff with SBR. As I said, we already have a twice-a-week basketball thing scheduled. And make sure you follow me on Twitter at Offshore Insider. And uh, visit me at OffshoreInsiders.com for my premium picks. And we'll talk about, you know, a lot of time between uh, now and next football season. Um, hopefully we'll do some stuff with uh, football-wise with SBR next season. Best of luck on the Super Bowl. You want the side and total winner? OffshoreInsiders.com. It's a new year, and with T-Mobile, it's not about how far apart we are. It's about how close we can be. So we're bringing out our best deal. Right now, get the iPhone 12 on us on every single plan with eligible iPhone trade-in. So I can FaceTime with my sister in Savannah. That's right. The iPhone 12 on us on every plan. All on America's 5G leader in coverage. T-Mobile. With 24 monthly bill credits and a new line plus tax. If you cancel credit, stop and balance on required finance agreement may be due. Contact us for well-qualified buyers. Qualifying consumer plan required. See coverage and offer details at T-Mobile.com.